0: Happy Thursday. Welcome you to NSN Daily. We're going to dive right in. And it is a happy Thursday because we got the word that the American Century Championship, Alex and I joke about it, but the stars are shining just a little brighter this week at Lake Tahoe. (laughs) And Once again, we will be able to have the ACC, but it's going to be just a little bit different, maybe a lot bit different. Carol Chaplin, who is the uh, president and CEO of the Lake Tahoe Visitors Authority, joining us. Carol, um, first off, just your uh, your reaction to this news has to be just, you have to be exact.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a, we've been talking about it for a long time. I'm sure you know that there's been, you know, some back and forth and there's been a lot as you've alluded to, there's a lot of changes that need to take place in order for us to do this. But um, the fact that we can have a major event like this and that all of our partners, American Century, NBC, and all of our sponsors, including our lodging properties are coming together in a big way to make this happen. And, make our july a little bit brighter
2: yeah i mean unfortunately no fans but i think that will really uh you know maybe be a benefit given the current landscape and there not being much sports on tv i think a lot of people are going to tune in on television to this event how important is this event for your area and just kind of marketing it branding it Uh, and i imagine you know probably ratings might set a record this year
1: you know, it's true. It has, um, the, the event is going to be very different, but I, I think the event, just because of what you were saying, people have pent up demand for some live events and to see their favorite celebrities, you know, out and enjoying the environment again. Uh, it's, it's a huge event. Of course, when we have spectators, it's, um, you know, our, the economic impact to the community is huge, but Um, But for us to say that Lake Tahoe is is opening back up and we're getting ready to welcome all of our visitors again is just um, an enormous opportunity that we're very grateful for to NBC and American Century.
3: Carol, you had to say something a few months ago that I I bet you never imagined that you would have to say, and that was telling people basically to stay away from South Lake Tahoe. Uh, How hard was that for you um, to tell people, look, now is not the right time to come to our community?
1: Yeah, I was talking to to one of our media friends, and and I said it's it's so counterintuitive. You know, that's what we are. I mean, that's what we do. That's what I've been doing for many many years. And to say that this is not the right time, it was, it it. You know, we stumbled over it, and and then to actually help, you know, deliver those messages and and uh, participate actively in letting people know that this was. Not a, not the place that they needed to be right now, that it was right there at home to be safe and and to help us be safe and you know that 's still going to be the case with the tournament a little bit too you know we don 't know how we 're moving through this, and uh, it's a it 's a big challenge to um, keep everyone that is involved in the tournament safe and' it's, it's going to be uh, I think it 's going to be a testament to what us human beings can actually do under the circumstances. <laughs>
0: Carol Chaplin, the uh, CEO and president of the Lake Tahoe Visitors Authority, joining us has uh, the announcement that the ACC, the American Century Championship, the Celebrity Golf Tournament, will return to Lake Tahoe. But as we said earlier, uh, no fans in this one. But, Carol, the celebrity response has been overwhelming. I mean, what what did that mean to you when you hear Steph Curry, Charles Barkley, Tony say, yeah, I want to come back to Lake Tahoe in the midst of a pandemic?
1: Well, Brian, you guys know better than anybody how much fun it is um, to be up here, and a lot of these celebrities have you know they look forward to this every year and, and this is their community too and I think our community welcomes them and makes them feel um, makes them feel special and and uh, appreciated for what they do in in their other lives as well as on the golf course so um, I think that this is a highlight of their of of their summer and and their time off and to be out on Edgewood um it's it's perfect out there right now sorry to tell you but it is perfect i know you're you you're not able to get here yet but um <laughs> i think it's going to be a tremendous time and and just what a way to start our um to start our our season of welcoming back our favorite events to Um, to national television. I I just think it couldn't be a better way to let everyone know that uh, we've all gotten through this and we're coming out the other side bigger and better and stronger with all of our celebrity partners.
2: Yeah, the tournament's really known for donating to local charities, over $5 million donated in the history. But the cool thing about this year is the entire purse, so $600,000 that these players would normally be winning will be donated to COVID-19 relief and to local charities. Uh, how meaningful is that to see that gesture by these celebrities, who are coming out here and, and spending their time and all that money is going to go back to worthy causes instead of into their own pocketbooks?
1: Well, um, it, again, it's you know the generosity of the tournament over the years has been um, incredible, and uh, and we never we never take it for granted. We always appreciate it, and it's made a difference in a lot of our organizations. You know um annual plans and and this year of course they've been challenged even more so so to have the the purse be donated to worthy causes both you know from american century standpoint nbc and also the players um it it's uh it's it's above and beyond and we've known that that um, our celebrities um have donated in the past personally Uh, And we've had a couple of crises here in the community including the Angora fire years ago and, and how, how that was responded to. So um, we always say that the the tournament, you know, goes on giving each and every day of the year. It's not just that week. Um, We feel it um, with all of their generosity. And, and of course, this year, it's even, it's even more special.
3: We talked about the commitment from the celebrities Uh, tell me about the commitment just from all the parties involved to get this thing actually and to commit to putting this event on even without fans I mean American Century uh, NBC obviously the Lake Tahoe Visitors Authority Edgewood Um, how did this get done basically
1: (laughs) a lot of love (laughs) a whole lot of love and and uh, and and many years of partnership you know you've been part of this as well. i mean we we look forward to seeing all of our our good friends, and we have we have these relationships that go much deeper than just a television show and a tournament i mean these are These are conversations that have been going on and on for many, many months with um, with American Century and NBC and of course then the Lake Ta Visitors Authority. Our hotel partners are involved, and I would say that this is another big day because this is June 4th and the opening of our casino properties. Um, all of our casino properties, harris Harvey's, uh, Hard Rock, Mont Bleu, they're all involved in, in helping bring this to life each and every year, and they have stepped up. That was one of the first calls I made when we knew that we might be able to have this tournament is, can you help us? Can you, are you in? And, um, as you know, financially, all of all of these uh, partners are going to be recovering oh, sorry, I mentioned I need to mention Lake Tower Resort Hotel as well um, they 're just opening up in a very new way, trying to keep everybody safe, trying to keep their employees safe and um, and so it presents a new challenge, and they 're up for it and and they are with us you know one hundred percent so it 's really, it's really wonderful from every angle.
0: Carol Chaplin, the president of the Lake Tahoe Visitors Authority, also serves as the CEO of the organization. Carol, one last thing before we let you go. Uh, we've all had to adjust, obviously, uh, as you see this format, to uh, to just keep going and keep our everyday lives kind of kind of normal. We've seen great events have to be canceled. We lost Arena Rodeo yeah. this year. We've lost Art Town this year. Uh, uh, down on the river, so many events by the river and everything. How much do you think it speaks to the resolve of the people of South Lake Tahoe in our area that this shining example, obviously, so many people believe this is the biggest event that we have, that people said, no, we're still. Um,
1: Well, as you indicated, life is different. And that would be, um, that would, an example would be me wearing my American Century hat in my office to cover the fact that you didn't give me time to actually brush my hair. So um, (laughs) (laughs) we'd start with that. But um, resolve is definitely what it is. I mean, this, we've been talking about this. And that's one of the reasons that we wanted to do it is that, you know, we are, you know, we've got some tough times as you see every day when you're putting your news reports together. This is this is goes beyond COVID nineteen for sure. Um, we have a lot to talk about and a lot to celebrate, and um, and these are the best human beings coming together and, and letting people know that there is hope out there <laughs> for whatever normal looks like again. And uh, I just have to, I just have to be so appreciative and, and thank all of our partners at um, American Century and NBC and our local partners, hotels and. And, you know, some other sponsors that are coming back on board and the celebrities for traveling here. I mean, it's not going to be as easy as it as it was in the past. You know, air air service has been affected. I work with the airport very closely and it's heartbreaking to see that, you know, we don't have the passengers. But to see these guys coming through the airport or flying in on their planes, it's just going to be a testament to, you know, the blood, sweat and tears that went into this. And like I said, a lot of love.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of plans have still yet to be made as to how this tournament will will be covered and and certain certain details are still waiting to be sorted out. But I know, speaking for the three of us, we can't wait to be back. We are coming back, and it's going to be on our sister station, the NBC. uh, And honestly, like Chris said, I think they're going to break records when it comes to viewership of of this fine tournament, and it's going to be just a feather and a half to Lake Tahoe. I think you're going to have a lot of people go, wow, that is an incredible place. I want to go visit there. Carol, thank well, you very
1: much. Thank you. And I wanna appreciate all, everything that you've done for the tournament as well. I mean, you're included in that big family of coming back and reporting and, and being passionate about the tournament and everything that goes on. So thanks to all of our media partners out there and I can't wait to see you in, in like in, in person.
0: <laughs> we're just we're just lucky that this is a job for us. It's we're, in, to
1: have that. Until then, air five, you know?
0: There you go. <laughs> okay. Carol, Carol Chaplin, the president and CEO of the Lake Tahoe Visitors Authority. uh, All right. A little bit more about how the ACC will be back. We will have celebrity golf at Lake Tahoe. Coming up next here on NSN Daily, the athletes are returning to the University of Nevada. How is that going to work out? Chris has sorted out all the details and has a big article we're going to tell you about coming up next. NSN Daily rolling on here on your Thursday. Uh, Much to come uh, later on in the show. TJ Bruce is going to join us here in a moment. And uh, better no bet, got some Wolfpack basketball and some Wolfpack football and some uh, kind of foreseeing the future when it comes to this basketball roster. We're going to kind of go through that as well. But before we get to that uh, site, NevadaSportsNet.com, about Nevada athletes finally starting to return to campus, lots of restrictions, lots of guidelines to do this, but we're seeing a heartbeat, we're starting to see some life, maybe back up on campus.
2: Yeah, it's kind of really the campus reopening and it's kind of starting with sports. Now, none of the athletes are actually on campus now, but 31 athletes have returned to Reno, 20 on the football team, six uh, in men's basketball, five in women's basketball. They'll go through a 14-day quarantine period before they're actually allowed to come back to campus to start voluntary workouts. As we told you before, the NCAA allowed voluntary workouts starting uh, June 1st, and we obviously have hit that date. So uh, it's kind of a pilot program to see how these 31 athletes will do. They're going to be tested for COVID-19 week um, they're going to have to uh, basically fill out questionnaires every single day on any symptoms that they're having. If they go on campus, they're going to have to get temperature checks wherever they go. going to be a ton of sanitation devices around uh, weightlifting and things of that nature. Uh, if this goes well for the first three or four weeks, then the rest of those teams, football, men's basketball, and women's basketball, will all return in the middle of July. And then they'll really be able to start doing some required team activities. Now, typically, you have to be enrolled in summer school to do required team activities, but the NCAA passed a waiver this year where that's not the case so even though classes start june 9th for the uh, second semester of the summer uh, a lot of the athletes won't actually be in those classes so that will maybe decrease their risk of getting it in the classroom or something of that nature Um, but you are seeing progress being made and doug newth said on uh, the zoom teleconference that he is uh, much more optimistic now that there will be sports there will be football and that they can do it safely than maybe a couple of weeks ago just because of the progress that the state has made and that our community in in particular has made in limiting kind of the exposure to COVID-19.
0: Alex if you were a college athlete between you know 18 and 22 how would you feel about being I don't want to say they're guinea pigs but they are kind of the first test group.
3: I'm sure they're thrilled to do it honestly I'm sure they want to get back and, and they want to play sports you know this is what they signed up for uh, I think if they don't want to do it, they won't. I, I'm sure if you want to opt out of this and you don't feel comfortable, I'm sure you can voice your opinion. And I don't think anyone's being forced into this. So I'm sure they're excited just to be a back around their teammates. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's something we've talked about over the last couple of months when we interview guys. Is you know, the one that regularly comes up is I just miss being around the guys. I miss being around the the locker room. I miss the camaraderie. So um, you know, I think um, you know some sacrifices obviously are going to have to be made by a lot of people. Uh, in sports in order for sports to go on. Um, we've already seen that now with the return of, of things like UFC and, and how um, to the lengths that people have to go to, to do those events. For example, I was looking down uh, at our sister station down in Las Vegas, and in order to cover a UFC fight, the reporter there had to go get tested for COVID in the morning, get transferred to a hotel, spend the entire day in the hotel under quarantine. And then only if she passed that test earlier that morning she, could she come back and cover that fight. Had to get a COVID test every day while she was there covering that fight. So uh, it's part of the quote unquote new normal. Um, But I I think Chris is right. And and what Doug New said is it's uh, absolutely true. I I think there's starting to feel like a lot more optimism that sports are going to take place as long as there isn't some kind of big setback. But uh, this is definitely a great step in the right direction. Uh, It's different, but um, you know, it's progress for sure. It's interesting
0: that this story and all of this comes out literally on the day the casinos are opening back up in the Silver State. I mean, heck, Series Casino and the Cal Neva opened up at midnight uh, on Thursday morning at you know, 12.01 a.m. They were open. Uh, I read that uh, Las Vegas is uh, seeing huge crowds come back into their casinos. Chris, what is your gut feeling on this by bringing these athletes back in the same time? We're going to see an influx of people who live here that want to go downtown and maybe go out to the casinos, but we're actually going to see people from out of our region, people from the Bay area, people from Sacramento. What's your gut feeling on this?
2: Yeah. I mean, we're going to see how, um, I guess, uh, how people follow the rules. I mean, uh, Dr. Tony Islas, who's the one who kind of put together Nevada's procedures and, Uh, whatnot uh, said that I can make you as safe as possible, but it's really incumbent on you to follow all of the rules to ensure that you're safe. So basically Nevada is telling athletes it's mandatory that you wear a mask. That's not an option. Unless you're practicing or you're in your house by yourself, you have to wear a mask if you're on campus, if you have to get groceries. Um, So they're doing everything they can to try and ensure the safety and try to drive down these COVID-19 numbers and make sure none of their guys test positive, but it really is incumbent on the student athletes to go out there and do that. And it'll be interesting to see if one or two do test positive and what's the reaction from that point. I did ask Dr. Islas uh, what would be the policy from that point forward and he said it'd be immediately uh, quarantine. Uh, they would bring the athlete, the food, the bookwork, whatever they needed into their home and they would do contract tracing, which I think is a really big deal. So basically you go back and who have you been around the last seven days? all of those people have to go and take a test as well. So um, it, it, I think this is good to do now because they'll have, okay, basically 10% of their student athletes to monitor and see how that works for maybe a month before expanding it to about 100 It's basketball. And then the other fall sports, your cross countries, uh, your soccers, your volleyballs would then be coming in early to mid August. So they're kind of doing it in stages. And if they do start to hit some some cases, if things are not working out well, then they can back off and make sure that they don't add those other athletes to the mix as they try and contain the issue that they potentially could have. So yeah, it's, it's all positive stuff. But until they actually go through it, and they're not seeing any positive tests, I think there is some apprehension of exactly how it's going to work.
0: Since we're on the subject now, um, Alex, you're a social creature. I'm a social. I like being out. I like to go out to dinner. I like to go out and have a good time and be in our community. Um, Western Village, what are your favorite places to get a steak? Uh, what, are you ready to go back out? Are you, still, are you confident yet in being able to say, yep, I feel confident in going out into our community and, and, and participating?
3: Uh, you know i don't know if I want to go sit at a casino, but I would say um, I, I do feel confident going back out i've been out i've been out to dinner i have i've been out to dinner with with uh, some friends and and my wife I prefer to sit outside uh, if i can we've done that and sat outside in some some nice patios uh, on the Truckee River i think um, you know for me it's it's just a, a point where um, we have to kind of return to some sort of normalcy and and you have to do what you can to protect yourself but I I can't really kind of live, you know, in a a place where I'm just going to kind of hide. And I know I'm probably putting myself more at risk than if I didn't do that. But, you know, I think that's part of kind of living in this country at this point is is you get the choice. You know, there's kind of a choice of how you want to handle this. Uh, I do wear a mask when I go places, when I go to the grocery store, and I try to um, be conscious of other people and trying to respect, um, you know, the fact that by wearing a mask, I'm helping prevent, maybe if I had it from somebody else getting and doing those kinds of things. Um, So there's certain things I'm still really not comfortable doing. There are things that, that I am comfortable doing. And I think everybody kind of has their own personal experience with this and, and at this point gets to kind of make their choice as to how they want to do it. And I just hope that people keep other people in mind uh, when they are doing that and keeping other people in their thoughts and not just doing things purely for selfish reasons, but also looking out for their fellow human.
0: Chris, is that kind of the same boat you're in?
2: Yeah, I mean, we haven't really done much outside, honestly. We did go over to my in-law's um, house uh, over the weekend. Um, uh, my two kids have a cousin who we really wanted to see their cousins. So um, that was the first time we really went uh, into another environment. So uh, yeah, things are opening up slowly. Uh, we, we just have been very conscious because my wife as a nurse works with people who have uh, immune uh, issues. And if they end up getting it, they're going to be in a really tough position. So we've done everything we can. Um, but yeah, it seems like, you know, the numbers have at, at the very least plateaued uh, and in some cases going down in our area as we have reopened. So that's really, really good news. Um, You kind of want to take it slowly because the disease does take a couple of weeks to really get some positive tests and and see where the numbers are at. It'll be really interesting to see in two weeks where we are with the casinos opening up. But um, yeah, I think, you know, as long as we follow what uh, our government, what our uh, local health officials are telling us, then yeah, you know wear a mask when you go outside. Doesn't mean you can't go outside though. So um, yeah, it it is nice to see uh, people getting back to a little bit more of a normal routine and and doing it in a safe manner.
0: All right, uh, it'll be interesting what happens now that some Nevada athletes so will be returning to campus. Uh, speaking of University of Nevada student-athletes, one of their coaches is going to join us here after the break, T.J. Bruce, Nevada head baseball coach. We're going to pick his brain about this process, and how's that dirt bike track going in the Bruce backyard? We're going to talk about that next. Welcome back into NSN Daily. I Dive right in and talking with TJ Bruce, head baseball coach at the University of Nevada. Who, obviously, looking at your backdrop there, TJ. <laughs> I know your backyard, man, and uh, I know you've been busy, but I don't think you've been that busy working in the backyard. You're, you're in uh, Santa Barbara, up in the up in the foothills, enjoying a little time down there.
4: Yeah, you know, we uh, one one of my uh, obviously one of my my mentors and heroes growing up was my my cousin, and we're about four years apart, and we've. You know, when you're 10 and 14, that's a big deal, right? You know, it's a big age gap. But when you're, when you're four years apart at, at uh, you know, at, at 38 and 42, it, it's, it's not so big. And um, his girls are uh, – so he has a five-year-old the same age as Nash, and then his daughter, Chloe, is 10, same age as Rowan. So we got out um, deal and, and came to the foothills. So we're out. As you can tell, we're out um, – we're, we're alone. For sure, we're up on top of a hill in Santa Barbara. Um, we're about 4,000 feet elevation, overlooking the water. Um, back more that way, and uh, so it's like a little resort. So it's cool to get away and obviously spend time with my family.
0: I'm waiting for a raptor to come out of the foliage there. <laughs> well, you I, you may <laughs> not see say. a
4: raptor. You may not see a raptor, <clears throat> but you'll see kids here yeah. pretty soon we got <laughs> over this shoulder we got they're all jumping in the trampoline we got a pool right um right behind me uh on my right and um so you may see some kids though here pretty soon that's all
2: right <laughs> some big news coming out of the mountain west uh, changes to this upcoming season There uh, won't be a co- uh, conference uh baseball tournament this year and then you're going to go basically to double headers in a single game for weekend series i guess what were your uh you know thoughts and just your general reaction to those decisions being made
4: well, um, I'll start with the least favorite first, um, and that's the doubleheaders. You know, I, I just I, I don't I don't agree with it, um, but we support it. You know, I think uh, the Mountain West um has some good people in <clears throat> running running the, the department up there and um, you know, everybody's gonna have to absorb something. You know, all sports are gonna have to absorb something. Um, you know, but it is what it is, really. I mean, I, I would have loved to have played a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a traditional series, uh, as I think everybody would. You know, there's no question. It's just like Major League Baseball would probably prefer to play 162 instead of a sped-up 100 games or whatever. But um, the decision was made, and uh, now it's time to, to make bet, make do with, with what the decision is. And then, obviously, the <clears throat> the second one is a conference tournament. Uh, I'm I'm in full support of it. I never thought – I never thought we should have a conference tournament. Um, I never agreed with it. So I'm in full support. I'm I'm probably standing alone when that happens, but I think when you play a 30 game schedule and I'm just speaking up up till now, um, and that conference champion wins the conference, that should be your representative. And I feel like seven, 10 weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks is a great representation of your conference, not just getting hot for three games. And, um, So I'm all for it, and I got to imagine um, our communities for it because uh, we've missed out on two
3: regional opportunities because of the conference tournament. Would you be in favor, TJ, of keeping that moving forward and just saying, look, we're just going to – your regular season champion, it kind of – in a way right now, we've talked about this before – You know, when you have the conference tournament, it is I know the intention is to try and get a second team from your conference in that really hasn't worked for the Mountain West in the last couple of years. Instead, I mean, you guys have gone out and you mentioned it was once under you guys once under Jay Johnson where you won the league and and you didn't really get any benefit out of it. Now you had to go play in a conference tournament. Do you feel like that regular season champion needs to be rewarded more? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the only thing I would
4: come back with is why are we even playing a regular season? So, basically, you're playing the regular season for seedings. Um, I did like the new format where you're at least fighting for something um, with the top four teams. So, I, I was in favor of that because I knew it wasn't going to go to a no-conference tournament. Um, but I, <clears throat> I just don't know how you explain to your players that, hey, guys, you did a great job. You went 20 and 9 um in 15 what I think a record may be a similar um whatever it was um but hey we now we got to go win the conference tournament it's Like you just you just fought and clawed and digged for 30 games in your conference season and now you're telling them it doesn't matter um I, I it doesn't make any sense to me um I, I think I think if you were you know if you were a conference where you're getting four and five teams in you're trying to get that six team in I can see that um uh, you know, I can, whether I know the Pac-12 is going to a new conference tournament this year, uh, whether it's the SEC or the ACC, I understand that. But the bottom line is with getting more teams in, in my opinion, is you got to win more. It, it it comes down to nothing other than you have to win more games. Um, I had a nice chat um, yesterday with Larry Lee. We stopped in in San Luis Obispo where Coach Silverman is at. Um, so we stopped in and said hi. And, and the big, he talked about the Big West a little bit too. And that's the bottom line. You got to win more. And um, we haven't done that as a conference and that's therefore we haven't gotten multiple teams in 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 our in our postseason tournament. So um, I'm all for it. I 100 percent agree with the decision. Let's let's go. The, the best team is going to come out of those seven weeks and that's who the representative should be.
0: Wolfpack Head Baseball Coach T.J. Bruce joining us from Southern California. Uh, T.J., University of Nevada has announced that uh, 31 athletes will be coming back to campus in kind of a trial sort of fashion. To, uh, they will be tested. They are going to have to wear masks. Are you being told anything about, about what, uh, what's going to happen with, with your squad?
4: You know, yeah, um, our, our leadership at the school has been great. Uh, Doug and all the administra- administrators uh, from the president on down, um, they've been in, in full contact with us as coaches um, or staffs. Um, so I, I don't know if there's a timeline yet in terms of how they're trying to uh, get spring sports more acclimated back into school. Um, that hasn't been addressed yet. I know there's a tentative plan in place, um, but 100% plan, no, that that's not in place yet. But, hey, I, I understand that there's um, – they're, you know, we got to get football and basketball back. I mean, those, we, we all know that. We're all, we're all on the same page. Um, fortunately, I have a great relationship with Jay and Steve. And, um, I, and I told those two guys, and I also told, you know, anytime I do get an opportunity to, to talk, and we got to get those two sports back. And that, that's a priority. Um, that's a priority for any school and, and, and any athletic program. I'm all for it get them back, get them off the mat, up and running, and we'll uh, – we'll, and everybody else after that will follow suit. So, whatever – we're not pushing too hard in terms of trying to get answers. Like I said, we're so far away um, from playing. I mean, we don't even practice until Labor Day, um, you know, that Tuesday. So, we we still got some time. Um, I'm actually more worried about when we're going to be able to recruit again. Uh, but that's not going to be able until August 1st. Um, so we do have a little bit of clarity there. But uh, we'll be back. Um, our school's doing an unbelievable job at, at at just leading us through where we're going. So um, I, I feel good about where we're at.
2: Got to give uh, TJ some credit. He did uh, correctly predict that there would be kids in the background. So we did see some kids. Just, <laughs> uh, yeah, <there's>,
4: they're somewhere. <laughs>
2: And I see that Dodger shirt and I I want to ask a Dodger question, but I understand most viewers probably don't care about the Dodgers. So I guess I'll still. Oh, sorry. We've actually run out of time
3: in this segment. We're going to have to
0: let you go.
2: (laughs) So I I will instead go your direction. What what do you like about the team you have coming back? I know you you said you got some recruiting to do, but what do you like about the uh, 2021 roster that that you have in place and, uh, you know, starting fresh this next season?
4: Yeah. You know, we're just old again. And, and, um, I think if you, you know, you guys have obviously dove into our into our roster and we were old again last year. And I think that that would be probably if I had to go back, you know, start there, that's what I would be more disappointed with is how old we were. Um, now, we lost some pieces in the bullpen, you know, Grant Ford and Bonifant and, and Cooper Powell and those guys. But in terms of position players, I mean, we, we were fairly old um, if you were to look around the field. Uh, but I, I, love, I love the fact that these guys are old again. And, I, and I, I feel like you're starting to see, you know, what the one thing that a lot of people don't understand is the recruiting takes time to cultivate culture and get guys coming in and out. And as you know, we went super young and really in 19. Um, I think we, we had 14 or 15 freshmen. So now you're starting to see that, that how old we can be and what we're building for. So, I, you know, Zamora and Tilly and Marco and Clayton and Shrum, uh, Tebow's back, uh, Sharks and Jake are back, Jordan Jackson's back. I mean, you're starting to see a lot of guys that are going to be back. I think where we're going to be young is going to be in the outfield a little bit. Uh, you know, the, obviously not having Jalen back, he's going to go be a grad transfer. Um, you know, so he was our, really our, our main, um, player for the last few years, especially in the outfield. So not having him back, uh, will open some things up, but uh I, I like the leadership coming back. Uh, we've started a leadership group already, so we're we are we are into week two starting tomorrow with our ten guys and um uh, it's awesome. It's uh, our guys coming back on a way and and it's a little different feeling, but I'm also, you know, like I tell them, you can't look ahead. It's June, whatever the date is today, June, I don't know, fourth or whatever and uh, right. is that <laughs> I'm losing track of time every little bit, but uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's June fourth, and we got to be present for today, and um, that's the only thing we can control. So, but I do like where we're going forward, um, and and I like I like where our guys are at mentally.
3: TJ, do you still have? Before I let you, we get like, do you still have the Mohawk? Yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a yeah. little. Yeah,
0: I like
4: it's it. a little gray though. as You can see it's starting. To, <laughs> it's starting to get. Jackson has a good haircut. If he's Jackson, I, come here.
0: I thought I just saw him ran by.
3: I'm coming yeah, for you. Got- hey
4: TJ, I'm coming for you, man. You, you got hey, you come to to give the me a house, few more thanks. weeks. We can, um Jackson, come here, Jax. I'm on my uh, I'm on my headphone. Let me see if I can figure out how to oh,
3: here it he comes. Here we go. <laughs> All
4: right, can you guys hear me? Yeah,
3: yeah. this one. All
4: right, show them your your new your new do. Oh
3: that, that's pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, buddy that
4: trends,
0: baby.
4: Hey, and we also got my daughter, she's not going to come in the picture, but she's going Raiders shirt. So, the, how about the news for you guys oh, being the Oakland Raiders home? I'm pumped. you were excited about that, huh? Oh, come, I might be I might move into the studio. <laughs>
0: You'll be in there before we are. Yeah.
4: I'm I'm in on I'm, I'm all in. I, I thought that was an awesome job by you guys and so congratulations to you guys. That's uh that, that's that's Really cool, and, and uh, obviously you guys know how
3: big a fans I am of, of all of you guys. So Appreciate that, TJ. Uh, I just want to ask you before we let you go real quick, how, how much fun has it been able to actually spend this amount of time with your family? I mean, you are always working. You're traveling. You're coaching. You are 24-7, 365 with your team. Uh, you've got the, the Bruce Circus uh, <laughs> that you've actually been able to spend a couple months solid with now. How much are you cherishing just this time to be with your family?
4: You know, it's um, and it, it's it's like uh, we were talking, was, we were actually having this conversation last night. You know, it's a little twofold because of what's gone on, you know, your heart breaks for a lot of these families and people that have lost, you know, loved ones and family members and friends, uh, you know, but on the other side, just being in the moment with my family has been a huge deal. I, I've never spent this much time with my family, um, you know, but Reno's also allowed me to do that even when I was recruiting and was working a lot. Um, but now the fact that we've been home or really off since March 15th, it's, it's been a huge blessing um, for me and my family. We've had a lot of time to reset. Um, it was tough at first. It, w- it was a little, as my wife and I are trying to figure out how, how, how we're going to be married again. You know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> one of those always go through these, these different things. But uh, to watch my, I, I think my kids are in such crucial times um you know there four of them are 10 and under um so to be able to spend that time with them and have their dad around um has been an opportunity that i'll always i always remember and we've lived it up i i can honestly say that we haven't um there's not really a day that's gone by that i haven't been like oh this is really cool that i get a chance to wake up and and see my family see my kids um and hopefully they feel the same way. I'm sure sometimes they're like, "Dad, are you ready to go back to work yet?" But all in all, it's been awesome, um, and I'm just fortunate for the opportunity.
0: Four of the kids are ten and under, and once again, we are reminded how much of a saint Heather Bruce truly is.
4: <laughs> she, she, she is man. She holds it down, and um, it's. Uh, I think I said that at the first Dolan dinner, and it's like, yeah, just going through this stuff and how how the you know even with my moods, I, I, I'm. I'm a fairly moody guy every once in a while and, um, you know, just being, being the rock and the foundation of what we're behind and what we're doing and, hey, let's go do this, let's go do that. Always pushing, pushing for more, pushing for, um, for us to be better in a lot of areas and um, so she's, she's sitting right here. So she's, she is the rock of our family for sure.
0: Well, Peckhead baseball coach TJ Bruce, appreciate your time today, man. Stay safe, enjoy the time with the family, and uh, get on that trampoline. <laughs>
4: I don't think I'm getting on the trampoline. It's a little scary. There's like a, uh, there's a, my cousin put a cutout of a, of a person, you know, of a, of a person. <laughs> in a cape, a cape. So I'm not really, I don't think I'm going to get in there. No, <laughs> no. Well, just keep me on land, keep me on two feet. I'll be good.
0: All right, man. Thanks very much. Appreciate awesome, it. Awesome,
4: guys. There. See you guys.
0: Coming up next year on NSN Daily, bet or no bet. That's after the break. It is Thursday. That means Better No Bet, brought to you by Joey Gilbert Law. Uh, Let's uh, jump into some Nevada men's basketball. A lot of new faces on this team, a lot of transfers. Um, This is kind of a leftover mailbag question. Uh, Start with you, Chris, on this. Who will be Nevada's best basketball player next year? Will it be Desmond Cambridge?
2: Yeah, so I looked it up. Nevada's had 18 18 straight seasons of at least one all-conference player, which is a remarkable stat. And I think Desmond Cambridge will be Nevada's best player, the most likely all-conference player next season. He's a transfer from Brown who averaged 17 points per game in two years there. The big thing is he wasn't very efficient. He only shot 38% from the field. But he's very athletic, 6'5", exceptionally competitive. Uh, So if I had to put my money on someone winning those
3: all-conference honors,
2: I'm going with Desmond.
3: Alex? Uh, Just to be contrarian, even though I think I kind of agree with Chris, I'll say no bet and say Warren Washington, the big seven-footer, I think is going to have a huge impact on the team, and I think maybe he has an equal chance uh, with Desmond Cambridge to become uh, a star on this team and, and to be kind of the leader of this basketball team and, and certainly could be, end up being the most impactful uh, player next season.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go bet on Desmond Cambridge being the best player on the team, but I think the most important player is going to be Warren Washington coming in, you, having a seven-footer, somebody who can defend the rim, rebounds and be, uh, be a leader, a guy who's played in the Pac-12. Uh, another uh, leftover mailbag question, uh, bet or no bet, which one of these would you bet on? What's going to be the higher number? Nevada football wins next season, and that's kind of a you know loaded question. We don't know how long, how, how the full season is going to be, or Mountain West Conference basketball wins for the men's basketball team. Alex?
3: So who's going to have the most? Who have I the would most? probably say the men's basketball team will have more conference wins than the Nevada football team will have wins total.
2: Okay, Chris? Yeah, that's a fun question. So I I would put Nevada football at seven or eight wins. So I think the basketball team will win, uh, you know, eight or nine conference games at least. I think the minimum there is eight and ten. So I'm going to agree with Alex. I'll put my money, uh, put my bet on the men's basketball team having more conference wins than Nevada football's overall wins.
0: We'll make it a clean sweep there. I think that's the number two as well. But I still think Nevada uh, football, should we be able to play a full season, I think seven and a half, eight wins. I think this is a team that that will return to a bowl game. Uh, once again, if they play a full season. Bet or no bet brought to you by Joey Gilbert Law airs every single Thursday. Coming up next here on NSN Daily, the GOAT Challenge. We're having having to break down who we think will be advancing in our NSN bracket. That's next. Our GOAT Challenge continues, the greatest of all time uh, when it comes to sporting figures in our area. This time it's... Jamie Anderson, who's you know, a gold medalist when it comes to uh, snowboarding against Marion Jones Farquhar in 11C, who won a U.S. Open twice in tennis. Chris, is Marion Jones Farquhar just not kind of getting the fair shake here? People just don't know well, who she is.
2: I mean, she was doing most of her damage in the late 1800s, so yeah, I would say her name recognition is not quite as strong as Jamie Anderson, who's been winning. Olympic medals and 17 X-game medals in in more recent years. But, yeah, I mean, Marion Jones Farquhar was a terrific athlete. She was born down here in Gold Hill, uh, won a couple of U.S. Opens in singles, a couple of U.S. Opens in doubles, and actually was the first American female to ever win an Olympic medal in the 1900 Paris Games. She went into the International Tennis Hall of Fame in 2006. So a great resume there. Uh, She just did things more than an entire century ago, so probably not going to advance in this matchup.
0: Alex, it's really been a pleasure to watch Jamie Anderson over the years. I mean, you're talking about 17 X Games medals. She is the queen of the X Games growing up here. And just such a, a vibrant personality as a person.
3: Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, big smile on her face. Uh, she, she's such a great ambassador for the sport. Not only the, the X Games uh, dominance, but the Olympics as well. Uh, multiple gold uh, medal winner and uh, so someone definitely uh, that the area should be proud that's from here.
0: All right, if you want to be part of the vote, you can go to our website. That's NevadaSportsNet.com or follow us on social media on Twitter at NevadaSportsNet and make your voice heard. Coming up next on NSN Daily, our final thoughts. We're going to go exploring our backyard with Mr. Margulies after the break. Wrapping things up here on NSN Daily on your Thursday, I want to thank uh, Carol Chaplin, the president and CEO of the Lake Tahoe Visitors Authority for coming on talking about how the American Century Celebrity Golf Championship will return to Lake Tahoe. No fans, but you can bet we're going to be up there covering it as best we can. TJ Bruce, Nevada Head men's Baseball Coach from the uh, University of Nevada, joining us from uh, Santa Barbara, beautiful down there, and all the kids, the Rugrats, Running around down there. Um, final thoughts here, Alex. Uh, exploring our backyard every Thursday. Where are you taking us this week?
3: Uh, we're taking you to the Donner Train Tunnels, the abandoned tunnels uh, that have not seen a train since 1993. They were completed in 1867. I had never actually ventured up there. Heard so much about them, um, but it is an absolute uh, treat, especially if you enjoy photography. There's so many amazing opportunities. Uh, basically, you can walk uh, several miles through these abandoned train tunnels. It's it's got an incredibly eerie vibe, um, amazing graffiti art everywhere. You get some great picturesque views uh, of the mountains and Donner Lake below. So uh, it's something, I, again, I haven't done up until now. I'm really happy that I did. And, and definitely, I think it should be high on people's bucket lists uh, when they come out and check out the area.
0: We'll have to hire a ghost hunting crew and send Chris and Dominic up there.
3: I've actually been up there. I think I went bouldering
2: up there when I was in college. So like little rock climbing stuff and then went over in that area. It is really, really cool um, to see that. And uh, yeah, it was a, it's a fun little trip uh, and, you know, really close to home.
0: You want to check it all out. Just go to our website. That's NevadaSportsNet.com. I had no idea that this existed. I've lived in the area for over a quarter of a century and it's so great on exploring our backyard to, to discover things that you go, wow, I didn't even know that was there. And A lot of viewers saying, hey, don't tell anybody that he's here. We don't want them to be coming up here.
3: Got to check be- it out, Brian. It's good. And, and it's an easy it. one. It's, it's a flat hike. It's, it's, it's great.
0: That's good. That's good. I'll check it yeah. out. i will do it for us on NSN Daily for Alex, Chris, and the Rez. And I'm Brian. We'll see you on Friday.